All right, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. Um, been a minute since I've done anything, but uh, just wanted to jump on today. If you're listening for the first time, this is a podcast where we talk about two separate things. We kind of uh, we, we talk very in depth about real estate, specifically how busy people can own real estate without having to find the properties, wonder if they're a good deal, if they're doing the numbers right, if it's actually going to cash flow, all that stuff. Um, so they don't have to find the deals, don't have to figure out how to find the right contractors, manage the contractors, the work, then figure out how to find a property management company or manage themselves and deal with tenants, toilets, trash, those kinds of things. Um, and basically build a portfolio where you can do really well what successful people do, which is staying focused on what they're already great at and build out a real estate portfolio by plugging into a team that makes 99.99% of everything happen. And uh, you can go to burner2020.com and see exactly what it is that we do. There's just a video there. You don't have to opt in, give me your email or anything, and I'll show you exactly how we do that. So today, I really wanted to focus on a couple of things. Um, And I always say a couple of things, and I may end up adding on a couple of more things. But the biggest one being is we have this thing going on right now in our society, the COVID-19. And it's been very interesting to see how a lot of people have chosen to react about this. Now, listen, um, I am not one of those people that doesn't believe that it's a serious thing. Okay, it is a serious thing. It is a real thing. People are actually getting sick from it. The thing I see that has been more alarming than the COVID-19 itself is the mindset people have taken. The total just complete you, you watch, I mean, the fact that you have people stealing stuff from other people at grocery stores, toilet paper, paper towels. And by the way, there's no scientific evidence that toilet paper is any type of cure for the virus. Just saying. I mean, y'all are crazy doing that. But the biggest issue has been the people getting mentally sick. And they don't even think they're sick. They've been getting mentally sick. From this idea of the COVID-19, not the idea, it's not an idea, it's an actual thing. But getting more mentally sick and acting crazy and all of a sudden changing behaviors. But I always have thought your behavior really manifests itself manifests itself when you put it under pressure, right? I mean, coal turns into diamond, but a diamond, but not after just this intense amount of pressure. But at its core, it's still was a piece of coal, you know? And so some of you are showing some real deep character things in the way that you're treating human beings, the way that you're deciding to act, and the fear that now you're taking on your future. Listen, this isn't the time to forget about our goals and our dreams. This isn't the time to just let this setback be a setback it's time, It's during these times, we should be thinking about how this setback can be a comeback. And I'm in, you know, as you know, we do real estate. And it's interesting that, that people somehow think that because the stock market is crashing, that that's linked to real estate, okay? Let me just help you understand something. Real estate will absolutely be affected through all of this, 
Now, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know exactly what's going to happen. Okay, but I can look at data. I can look at what has happened. And this is what has happened in the past. A stock market crash is not linked to real estate prices at all. Okay, matter of fact, the, some of the sectors in real estate that get hit the hardest and the fastest are you have commercial, and then you have your super high-end homes. Those two asset classes in the real estate market in general tell a lot about what could happen. Now, your single-family homes, your middle-class homes, those those types of homes are more insulated than any other real estate class in our country, and this is why. People downgrade during economic hardships. Okay, that's just a fact. You have a, a larger rental pool of people in that space, in that, and that can be depending on your market, like where I'm at in Gilbert. That's going to be the two to three hundred thousand dollar homes out here in Gilbert, maybe $400,000 homes, but typically that two to $300,000 home is the largest, where you're gonna, you see the largest bracket of people will flood into that space. So you can actually, in a, in a down economy, you can see rental prices in certain areas go up. Now, with the exception of what happened from 07 to 09, that was an actual housing collapse because of the way the banks were packaging the mortgages. That's an entirely different scenario. This is an entirely different scenario too because it's the entire world effectively came to a screeching halt. And so it shut down all different kinds of, it shut down everything, shut down every sector. I mean, other than the food, uh, obviously the food and, and some of these companies that are now making masks, but you're seeing companies pivot big time. And why are they pivoting? People think like, oh, they're just being generous. No, 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 no. They, they're, oppor, they're being opportunistic. So when you hear about all these companies that get up and they're like, hey, we're here for the American people. Listen, that's good. Part of that, though, is they've seen an opportunity that our country is going to need to buy a lot of these supplies, the N95 masks and the personal protective equipment and things. And they know that it's not just to serve the needs now but that the country wants to create this massive oversupply and they're going to be buying and donating to other countries. So these companies, what they're seeing is they're just taking, they're seizing the moment. There's a book called Who Moved My Cheese? And the premise of the book is, you know, the mice show up at the same place and they eat, eat cheese every morning. They're fat and happy. And then one day they show up and the cheese is gone, you know, and one of the mice is like, oh, this is it. And, you know, he stops and I don't know if he technically dies in the book, but he just sits and complains that there's no cheese where it once was. And then the other mouse is like, well, wait a second, there's still cheese. It's just been moved. And so he figures out where the cheese has been moved to and come to find out there's 10 times as much cheese in the new place as there was in the previous place. That is exactly what's happening right now. Okay. Warren Buffett has a statement that says, be greedy when others are fearful and be fearful when others are greedy. Warren Buffett is keying up to buy big time. Okay, he's going to buy big time. He is he he has saved his cash for moments like this. And for the average investor, I want you to understand what's happening in the real estate space, especially in the cash flowing real estate. Okay, cash buyers are about to flood the market and scoop up all the deals that the average person is too scared to make because they've 
they've created all these mental blocks. And I want you to understand what's happening. A lot of people are about to get really, well, okay, a few people are about to get really rich. And a lot of people are about to just complain that a lot of, that a few people are about to get really rich or richer. Okay. I don't even know if that's the right word, but when you're raised on a farm, you just get away with saying just about anything you want, however you want. So my point with all this is you've got to flip the switch mentally. If you ever want to create the type of wealth, stability, freedom for your family, you have to learn to see opportunities through the cloud of smoke that's being created by everyone else, because that's exactly what's happened. Most of the fear out there right now has been created and passed around by the people, really been created by the media and then passed around by the people. How do I know that? It's the social networks. Everybody's sharing all this bogus stuff all the time. Some of it true, but some of like I got a chart this morning that it's like they're showing these, you know, the peak of when things are supposed to hit. And the person saying that 47,000 people in Utah can die. Well, newsflash, that data is just an overlay of the state of Utah based on New York and New Jersey's numbers, which represent half of all of the cases in the entire country. Okay? And they're basically just taking that data and they're overlaying it and saying, if the rest of the country operated exactly like this, which we already know 48 states don't, have the same curves as New York and New Jersey. We already know that. Okay, Dr. Fauci and Deborah, I forget her last name, have already explained that. But people, they don't watch, they don't get their data from the actual people. They just share it through the internet. So my point with all this is, is not to have a big conversation about the coronavirus, but to talk about your mentality towards what's happening right now. Most of the smoke right now, again, the coronavirus is real, but most of the smoke right now has been blown up and by, you know, the people, by the populace, okay? It's happened because we pass around all these things. It's like that game of, uh, oh, telephone, I think is what they call it, right? You say a sentence and then... You know, you've got, you line 10 people up and then you're like, Johnny likes to ride his bike. And he says it to the person next to him and the person next to him. And at the end, it's like, Johnny, you know, it's like, and he says at the end, Tabitha likes to eat ice cream. It's like, no, no, it was Johnny likes to ride his bike. You get my point. You know, it gets so, and that's exactly what's happening right now. Whether you want to believe it or not, I don't really care. But if you would take an objective view, peel back all the emotions of this, you would see a couple of things. One. This is a real situation we're in. Two, 99% of it has been blown up and made worse by the media and the people. So what do you do? Okay. One, real estate right now, the safest asset class on the planet is the type of real estate that we buy. Okay. Uh, it is the working class demographic. It's the largest pool of renters in our entire country. It's the working class. You're talking about people making thirty to fifty thousand dollars a year. You're talking about the average property is sixty thousand dollars somewhere in there, and uh, rents for seven twenty-five to seven hundred and fifty dollars a month. And there's a lot of insulation that happens. Listen, I'm not saying that values aren't going to go down. I can't project that. I can tell you, looking at past data, that the likelihood of that happening, you know, 
is pretty slim in some of these areas. Now, real estate in general is going to get hit hard because you're going to have businesses go under and the commercial space. There's going to be two things that's going to happen in the commercial space. One, as a result of businesses having to do this work from home thing, some businesses are just going to decide, hey, this, this has worked out for us. We're going to keep doing this and we're going to dump all this additional office space overhead. And you'll see some businesses do that. The second you'll see, you'll see other businesses that just won't be able to pay the rent and they'll let their leases go. And as a result of that, it's going to hurt people holding those buildings and there will be a fire sale on commercial buildings. You're going to see these big, huge buildings in the downtown metropolitan areas have massive vacancies, 100%. It's absolutely going to happen. You're going to see strip malls have vacancies, all of that. But keep in mind, that isn't a direct correlation to how this B-class property is what we would call it in the residential real estate behaves, okay? There's no, there's no direct correlation to those two. Those are two different, that's like an apple and an orange, okay? Now, can they eventually both go rotten? Yes, they absolutely can but they're tied to two different things, okay? And I know some people are like, well, if a lot of people are losing their jobs, and listen, that happened in 07 to 09. But again, you have to remember that was a real estate collapse and there, there, there are pullbacks in real estate, okay? This is not, I believe, going to be one long-term. You may see some value. You could actually see some values in some areas go up during a recession, okay? You can see some values go up in a recession. But the bottom line is, is if you can go in and purchase in these areas and get a property where you're 15 to 20 percent, maybe below what the current market value is, and it's so cash flow heavy, right now you have the pick of the litter in terms of deals. Why? Because people are so messed up mentally, they're not they are in a total survival mode. They haven't even thought about how they can continue to thrive. You see, the winners. And don't get offended if, if you don't think this way, okay? I'm not here to tell you how to think, but this is my podcast, so I get to tell you how, how I think, right? I'm not telling you how you should think, but I'm going to tell you how I think, is the winners, the, the successful people, and I've been around a lot of successful people. I spend a lot of money every year, six figures just to get around people doing hundreds of millions of dollars in their business. And I'll tell you the one thing that is consistent is their ability to adapt, their ability to say the cheese is no longer here, somebody moved it, but that doesn't mean there's not more somewhere else. And they adapt, they move, they don't get caught up in the drama, they don't let the cloud of uncertainty hang over them. They refuse to participate in a recession, okay? So I do the same thing. Okay, I, re I recommend you refuse to participate in this recession because we are at the beginning of one. Now, will we be in one long term? No, I don't believe we will. Absolutely not. Okay, I don't believe that for a second. But there is going to be, whether it's the next 90 days, I really believe six to 12 months. Okay, six to 12 months, we'll build momentum and we'll get back and this economy will start screaming. But it's a matter of what are you going to be doing now? Right now, if you've ever wanted to own real estate, you've got some cash because you've been successful. Maybe you've got an IRA, a SEP IRA, an old 401k. You can convert that and buy deals that you will not be able to get your hands on in the next three to four months. 
I guarantee you. Okay. I guarantee you, you have hedge funds that will come in and they are going to start buying hundreds of houses again, just like they did in 07 to 09. And you will not be able to buy the same deals that you can buy now. Just my personal opinion. Okay. Based on a lot of data. Because people, they, they realize they can get in. And there are deals right now that, that have unbelievable rates. I mean, even if you're financing some of this stuff, you're at 20, 30, maybe even as much as 40% is an internal rate of return. And that's factoring in your vacancies, your maintenance pretty heavily. 10% vacancy, you know, 8% maintenance, you know. So my my plea with you is you've got to change men mentally how you think so that you can see the opportunities that are right in front of you that will help you and your family thrive again instantly. Don't get caught up in this. Everybody's suffering. We're all going down. Listen, we can't keep this economy closed long term, but it's not going to happen. I believe, you know, in the next 30 to 45 days, this thing's going to open wide, wide open again. Okay. It's a matter of what are you doing right now to position yourself when that happens, where you could, what if you could just go scoop up three or four deals right now, right? That you instantly on three or four deals had $30,000, dollars $50,000 of equity positioned in the property. What would that do? And you could get a jump start on creating cash flow and building and, and reposition some of this garbage you've had in, in the stock market that you're now realizing, I don't understand why this thing went down. Well, a lot of people are telling them they know, telling themselves they know why it went down. The coronavirus happened. Okay, that, that's that's the difference about real estate. Is yeah, we're we're dealing with some things on the real estate side, working with tenants to pay their rents and things. But there are so many programs to help them pay their rents. And again, the worst case scenario that happens in real estate is I have to evict somebody. But because that pool of renters gets bigger in a down economy, I have the ability to then sift through and pick up a, 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 you know, a renter pretty quickly. OK, you don't get that with stocks, bonds, mutual funds. OK, so, again, my encouragement, I guess, for this entire thing is that you see through the smoke. OK, you, you educate yourself, but then you move on. OK, turn off the TV. Uh, people that have texted me things about this coronavirus, I said, I need you to not ever text me something like that ever again. Okay. Because fear never serves a purpose ever, right? Things that create fear in us, you, you want to, you want to be self, you want to be aware of what's going on. Okay. I'm not saying to be blind, but once you know what's going on, then it's time to buckle down on the things you can control and go for it. Okay. We're still doing business, you know, and there are people that have told us, yeah, we want to wait and see how things are going. Listen, these are always the people that are waiting and seeing. They're always waiting and seeing. And in a good economy, they're waiting and seeing. And what they think is a bad economy, they're waiting and seeing. They're always waiting and seeing to achieve their goals and the things that they want. They don't realize that most of their competition is waiting and seeing. They could be using this time to get ahead and having their pick of the biggest and best deals in real estate right now. Instead, they're choosing to wait and see. The waiting and seeing approach. Waiting and seeing. And it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy their entire life. They're just waiting and seeing, waiting and seeing. Okay? Well, you got to stop waiting and seeing. You got to get some information and you got to start doing. Right? You got to start looking and saying, okay, these things 
these goals and things that I have, they're still important. I'm not going to let something like this put those off. So that's my encouragement is see through the smoke. You know, look through, remember the things that when you set your goals for January 1st that were still important to you. Remember those things. This is still a time you can be working towards those things. The, the best thing about this time is it will it will test your creativity. It will you people are doing business in ways that I never thought they would do it. Even us, we're doing business in ways it, it, it makes you be creative. But the people that thrive during times like this are those that are creative and nimble and they're not afraid to work. So I wish you and your family all the best. If you don't have a family, don't take that personally. I still wish you the best. And use this time to get ahead, not as a time to put your foot on the brakes and wait and see. Okay? As always, feel, uh, feel the privilege to share my thoughts. You can take them for what they're worth. We're still pushing forward. We're still doing a lot of, making a lot of things happen. And remember that times like this, you got to look and see what the masses are, are doing and do the opposite. Okay. You want to look and see what the big boys are doing. Okay. They are positioning themselves and they are going to come into this market and they are going to get rich. And I want that for you and your family. We'll see you.